The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best discuss Google's decision to appeal a record-breaking $2.9 billion antitrust fine from the European Union. They speak with Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Ree. Jennifer, why is it that Google has decided, unlike a lot of companies that have settled with the commission, to appeal this fine? Well, yeah, that's a good question, and I guess it, you know, only Google really can say why they've decided to do this. Though it seems with the Intel decision, uh, in in a qualified sense, you know, that's kind of good news, I think, for Google, because what it does is it sets up a court precedent in Europe that where a theory of harm is based on foreclosure of competitors, which is the case in both Intel's situation and in Google's situation, that it can't just be taken for granted that that foreclosure is anti-competitive and violates the laws, that an economic analysis needs to be applied and all of the facts and circumstances need to be um, evaluated to understand whether really that causes harm to markets. Jen, a court spokeswoman said that Google has not asked for an interim order to suspend the EU decision, which means that without an injunction, it's still obligated to pay the fine and comply with other elements of the June ruling. Can you imagine why they decided not to ask for an injunction? That is right. They will have to pay the fine and alter the way their shopping services, comparison shopping services are displayed. Um, I think it's likely that they did not seek an injunction because that standard is very high and it's unlikely that they could have met it. They would have had to show that there is urgency and that they would have suffered irreparable harm had they had to comply now. And, and, And they have to pay this fine, which they can't afford, and changing these shopping services. It just seems unlikely they would have been able to prove in court that having to do these things now as they wait out the appeal would have caused urgent and irreparable harm to their business. What happens now? Uh, and and how do we, can we expect this case to move along? Well, it will move along slowly, <laughs> that much we know. So we'll now wait for the general court decision, and it could uphold what the European Commission has d- done here with respect to requiring a fine and a conduct remedy, or it, or it could say that this needs to be reevaluated or reverse things or even lower the fine. That's Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Reese speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.